When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Get Out, four minutes past nine. Get Out brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And the barista made ice cold. Drive through for your ice coffee favourites at McCafe. Chris Nelson's about to join us here on Get Up on a Friday for the Giddy Up Metro Bag of Tips. And uh, it's a terrific meeting there at Eagle Farm on a Saturday afternoon. G'day, Chris O. It is. Good morning to you, Gareth. It is. We get closer and closer to Magic Mill. Uh, in race number six in Storm Boys, a very short price, and you pretty much should win that race by length of the straight, would think. So we've got Storm Boy. We had this discussion just before with Dean Watling. Storm Boy and Straight Charge both stepping out tomorrow <laughs> in, di- in different states. Now, you've been on the Straight Charge bandwagon. That, that's right, hasn't it? Isn't it? That's 100% yes. right. Yeah, I really like this horse, Straight Charge. So I'm keen to see what he does. At Randwick tomorrow, and uh, then Storm Boy. I think one of the two will probably win, win the slipper, win the uh, Magic Millions. But having said that, you know it all comes down a lot in the ways to uh, barrier draws as well, and track conditions, etc. And we don't know any of that at this stage. Right. But yeah, I'll be keen to see how they both go. But I really do hope Straight Charge wins impressively. So you got Straight Charge at eight dollars, Spywire eight dollars, Highness at eight dollars. So the Magic Millions Wyong form lines with Straight Charge yeah. is was in the, he competed in the Breeders' Plate a little bit. I think Highness was in that race as well. And then Storm Boy, that was impressive on debut, um, heads to the BJ McLaughlin. So the form lines might be coming together slowly, but I think the most intriguing part about all this Magic Millions two-year-old classic is that we can sit here and debate who's the better two-year-old, but who knows how this Gold Coast track's going to play. Play pretty pretty well for its first yeah. for its first meeting back the other week. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays there on, on Magic Millions Day. Yeah, well, we get the week before, which is yep. good. So that'll give us some idea. And look, that day, a couple of weeks ago, when we had the meeting. It went from a soft five to a good three pretty quickly. And, and reading the stewards report that day, there were a few jockeys that said their horses would be better on a surface with more give. So that's interesting. Yep. Um, we've, we've had a bit of rain since then, so that'll help out. Uh, and we'll probably get a few more showers and, and rain before we get to Magic Millions time. Although it never, Gareth, it never rains on Magic Millions Day except last year. Do you think that maybe we might get a similar track to say what happened in the early part of the Eagle Farm um, at Eagle Farm when they renovated that track? When all no. of a sudden, no, it would be a little bit different. No, I don't think so. No, I think um, there were a few issues there at Eagle Farm. I'm, I'm, I'm right from the outset there, I think we when they ran the first trial, you can see there was some some decent-sized clods coming up, and we did have a bit of uh, an issue there for a number of years. So it's perfect now, but no, I don't think we'll have the same issues at the Gold Coast. I'd be very, very surprised. All right, mate, where do we start with your specials? Well, we're going to be late in the day here, so we need to uh, try and just hold on until we get to these last three races. Race eight, number one, or sorry, race eight, number six, Zerastro. Look, he takes on a little bit stronger company this time around with the likes of, uh, of Spacewalk engaged, but he's just so fast. And he ran them into the ground in the recognition at uh, Doombin last start. That was 1,350 metres, just sustained speed. 
He's back to 1,200 metres tomorrow. He's got some soft track form, and we have got just, you know, showers and storms possible all the time at the moment. Uh, I don't think that'll worry him. And look, Spacewalk's very good, but he's going to have to run Zarastro down, and 1,200 metres, I think that'll be tough because I, I don't see a lot of pressure with Zarastro. Richon's probably the only other one that'll go forward, and he should be able to drop Richon on the home turn, and then it's up to Spacewalk if he can run uh, Zarastro down. And I don't think he'll be able to. I think F Troop can run a race as well. He's come back in good order, but I think Sarastro will be winning race eight, number six, Sarastro. Explain this to me then um, mm-hmm. with Sarastro. Like, I know Tony Golan's got a big opinion of him, and he's a son of I'm Invincible. And he was awesome there to win that listed race the other day. But how did Extremis run him down? And Steady Ready was making <laughs> up ground. <laughs> I wish I knew. I really do wish like, I, that I wouldn't, wish I knew the answer to that. Spacewalk's yeah. not a horse that you would go to war with, but that would never happen to him. No, he um, – mate, look, the only thing I can think of was that he was just a run short and his fitness levels weren't there because, uh, yeah, for extremists to get past him and extremists sat and breezed all the way and did the work in the run, it must have been fitness because he came out next start and, uh, and just as I said before, he just bolted in that recognition and stepped it up 150 metres. So – I can't explain it to you, Gareth. Maybe no. he was feeling a bit ill that day. I don't know. I but, don't know. Um, Maybe because we're all on. That's why. He's carrying thought, a lot of weight. Yeah, I thought, this Arastro, he's overrated. And then, <laughs> well, Spacewalk was the greatest and sickest beat of the carnival at Flemington yeah. behind Najim Sahail. Like, how he got beaten at Century Stakes, I'll never, ever know. Like, look, je- yeah. I was just going to say, and look, he's a very good horse, Spacewalk. He's going to be charging late. He's no doubt about it. And Blake Shin... I mean, he'll know exactly what to do with space. Well, he'll know when to, you know, when to hit the button and, and go chasing. But I don't know. Just with that lack of pressure up front and Zerastro being in his comfort zone and back 150 metres, you really would think that he'd be able to hold off uh, Spacewalk. But it'd be a good clash. And Spacewalk's got 59. Zerastro's got 56. So there's three kilos there in his favour as well. Yeah. And Blake Sheen, I think he'll hit the ground running there in, in, yep. in Queensland. He's a busy man. He's going to Queensland to New Zealand over the, the festive period. He's got some nice rides there, I think, on Boxing Day in New Zealand. So he'll be a busy man, B. Shin. But yeah, Spacewalk will be a horse that I think will suit him. And yep. um, it'll be interesting to see how he performs during the summer. So anyway, we're on Sarastro to win race number eight. What else have you got for us? Well, we'll stick with Tony Gollan in race nine. Now, this uh, Mayor Bazique. Oh, you're back on the bandwagon. Yes. You're back on the yes. bandwagon. Good to see you, Chris. I am Chris, well eh? and truly back on. Look, I was, I was her biggest fan to you start were. with. And as I think I said, I used to pester Tony Gollan. Where's Bazique? When is Bazique coming back? And say, oh, she's, uh, she's had a problem or she's not far away. Well, she's certainly back now. I know she's only won a class one and a benchmark 70 this time in, but she's done them in style. Uh, and any give in the ground, and we're sure to get some give in the ground, that's going to suit her even more. She's better on soft ground than she is on good ground, but she handles both. Uh, I don't see a lot of tempo up front. Outback action comes out of the race. That was the speed. So she goes forward. She'll settle in the first three. And really, she should put this class three field uh, away. He's been wanting to get her back to a Saturday grade race at some stage, Tony Gone. He's been wanting to get her into stakes mm-hmm. race. So that tells you that uh, she should be winning this. So race nine, number 10, Bazique. He made... He made, he made her his best for the day there to, uh, tomorrow, Tony Golan with Giddy Up Stable Mail. So I love it when you two align. What else have you yes. got? Well, this last race, uh, I'm not going with Tony here. I, I haven't jumped off Freedom Rally number 12, but I just thought Go Wanji tomorrow might be his day. He should have won last start at Eagle Farm. Uh, he was held up in the straight. When he got clear, he was very good. He was missed out by about three quarters of a length. Now, he goes to 1,400 metres. 
No issue for him. Any given the ground isn't an issue. Three off for Jake Malloy, down to 58 and a half. So he drops a couple of kilos. Gate one for him, a horse that gets back, has train wreck written all over it. But if he gets some uh, room in the straight to move, you know he's going to thunder home. So I'm going to go with him, number one, go Wanji. I'll have a little saver on Freedom Rally because I do like that horse. But number one, go Wanji for me. Beautiful. So race one, number three, race three, number four, race four, number 10. No, that's the wrong numbers there. Sorry. Race eight, number six, race nine, number 10, (laughs) and race 10, number one. Sarastro, Basik, and uh, Go Wanji. What would be your very best? Basik. Basik. Race nine, number 10. 280 is a good price. We bet 365, I thought. Yeah, and I thought the price of Sarastro was pretty good as well. Around $3, I think, something around that, just under. I don't know if you're getting $3 for Sarastro now. I. I couldn't believe the price of. I thought Spacewalk should should start favourite. Now I could be completely wrong. Maybe I've, mm. I've, I've um, maybe I've still got that memory at at Sarastro's effort two starts. Back, yeah, you've, you've got to get over that. I do, but I think his numbers are far better, aren't they, Spacewalk than Sarastro? Oh, he's coming out of he's coming out of stronger races. There's no doubt yeah. about that. But um, but you know the way this race will be run, Zarastro is going to be giving uh, Spacewalk. Well, Spacewalk is going to be giving Zarastro a two decent lengths, start. Two lengths, and you'll uh, wind up and beat him. Zarastro uh, three dollars, Spacewalk four dollars. It might be two lengths on the line. That might be as close as okay. you get Spacewalk. All right, then we'll have a, we'll have <laughs> dinner on this. Uh, Spacewalk will beat Zarastro when I get to the Magic Millions. I probably will go to one of the free functions that we'll be invited to. No, I will take. I'll take you out for lunch. Um, Spacewalk v Astro. I can't believe I'm really going to war with Spacewalk. This is a. Oh, I know. You're I, in the trenches with Spacewalk. I must have completely lost the plot. Um, <laughs> but you know, sometimes you just well, you just got to give you got to get a little bit of faith. Gareth, it is silly season. It You're going to be silly now's the time to do it. Good on you, mate. Have a merry Christmas. Thanks for all your help, yeah. Chris. Oh, you're a star, mate. Yeah, pleasure. Anytime. Look forward to seeing you at Magic Millions, Gareth. Yeah, thanks, Chris. So Chris O'Nelson there. It's 13 minutes past nine.